Well, hello, Jer. Today I'm going to talk about a castle on the Rock of Cashel, which is usually referred to as Cashel Castle. I'll never forget the first time I saw the castle. It was just as we turned a corner in the road, and I was amazed to see this great, big, impressive castle right beside us. Again, it is a castle which dates back to the 12th century. But the Rock of Cashel goes back even further. There are various legends about how the rock came to be where it is. One version is that St. Patrick banished the devil from a cave and then the devil took a bite out of a tall mountain called the Devil's Bit, which is 20 miles away, and when he spat it out, it became the Rock of Cashel. Another version is that it may have been the legendary Finn McCool who actually hurled the rock to where it is today. Now, well, you can take your pick, but when you see the rock, you'll be amazed at how anyone could possibly have moved it. Cashel was an ancient royal site for the kings of Munster and was at first just a fortress. The word Cashel means fortress. There's a story about St. Patrick's visit to Cashel in the 5th century. King Angus had heard about St. Patrick and had invited him to Cashel to preach about Christianity. The king was impressed by what he heard and asked to be baptised. St. Patrick officiated during the ceremony. But at some moment he inadvertently lifted his crozier and put it down heavily onto the ground. What he didn't realise was that the spike of the crozier had actually gone right through Angus's foot. However, Angus didn't move a muscle. At the end of the baptism, St. Patrick tried to lift his crozier and it was then that he realised that he had stuck it right through Angus's foot. He asked Angus why he hadn't cried out at the time. Angus replied, well, that this was the first time he'd ever been to a baptism and he thought piercing of the foot was part of the ritual that he had to endure. Well, now, in 1101, a great-grandson of the famous Brian Baru, King Murta O'Brien, declared himself High King of Ireland on the rock. Shortly after taking up his throne, he gave the rock to the church, and so it became a religious centre. It was a good move, as he then had the church on his side. Cormac McCarthy, King of Munster, built a chapel with an exotic stone roof, which had never been done before in Ireland. Cormac's chapel was consecrated in 1134. There are features such as the twin towers on either side of the junction of the nave and the chancel, which indicate German influence. And that's probably thanks to the two carpenters that the Irish abbot of Regensburg in Germany had sent to Ireland. Cormac's chapel can also boast at having some of the oldest frescoes found in Ireland. Unfortunately, some of them were actually painted over during the reconstruction work. However, the good news is that they have removed the paint and the frescoes can now be viewed once again in all their glory. In 1647, Cashel was attacked and looted by the English parliamentarian troops and a wide-scale massacre took place. 1,000 people died that day. The Irish Confederate troops were wiped out, as were all the local people 
who had fled to the cathedral in search of safety. All the Catholic clergy were also killed, including a priest called Theobald Stapleton. Theobald Stapleton was an Irish priest from Tipperary who had gone to Flanders, which was under Spanish rule. He had played an important role in establishing both the Irish colleges in Seville and the Irish College in Madrid in 1629. These colleges were founded to accommodate the young men who had been forced to leave Ireland and who wished to study for the priesthood. Incidentally, I have a book actually just given to me by uh, Roman Alvarez Rodriguez and the book's called Los Irlandeses in Salamanca and it's about the Irish who went to one of these colleges in Salamanca and it's very interesting, it's worth reading. In 1639, Theobald Stapleton published a catechism written in early modern Irish. Now, this was the first time anyone who had had attempted to simplify Irish spelling and thus make it more accessible to the general public. The catechism was published in Brussels and for the first time it was in Roman script, not Irish script. Theobald Stapleton wanted to promote the use of Irish in religious literature and so he added an appendix giving instructions for reading Irish. Theobald Stapleton was among those in the castle at the time of the massacre. He was captured by the parliamentarian soldiers and killed on the 27th of September 1647. Due to his martyrdom, he was beatified by Pope John Paul II in 1992 and he is now Blessed Theobald Stapleton. In 1749, for some reason, the roof of the cathedral was removed by Arthur Price, the Anglican Archbishop of Cashel. It's a decision which has been criticised in the past and still continues to be so. Significant restoration work has been carried out during the last 50 years and the castle is now open to visitors. One of those visitors in 2011 was Queen Elizabeth II of England when she visited Ireland. It's definitely a must-visit place. You will be amazed when you see it. I would certainly recommend you to visit it.